You are listening to Let's Go Jojo, the weekly Jojo's Bizarre Adventure podcast about weekly anime from Dynamite in the Rain and Secret of the Sailor Bathus. So come along and hang with the Let's Go gang. It's Dwayne. Hello. It's Niall. How are you? And it's me, Brian. And this week we are covering anime that aired the week of the 1st to the 7th of October 2022. With a couple of exceptions, starting with JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 6, Episode 18, Enter the Foo Fighters. Enter the Foo... Yes, or Enter the FF. Uh, The Fantastic Four show up in this one. Um, (laughs) The big old twist. Uh, Does anybody have... Did you with a stand to use it? Okay. (laughs) I'm trying to think if anybody's powers in this have any relations i guess the closest might be foo fighters and hydro man um i mean we have a guy in this episode who who literally has his legs turn into springs which is very mr fantastic of him in the most horrific way possible yes they're not supposed to turn into springs there (laughs) (laughs) no they're men of legs they're not supposed to do that lsv is shadow cat yeah there we go Mm. yeah uh so uh FF, as we last saw her, had had the top of her head sliced off, or partially sliced off. She flipped off head, as my dad would describe it as. Mm. Um, the pineapple all the way. It's just like, um, yeah. one by uh, And uh, she's in the fighting uh, Kenzu, our feng shui master of assassination, and his very diplomatic dragon dragon's dream stand um, i'm gonna i'm gonna miss that dragon that dragon's great well i, I mean i think we'll see him again but it did seem to be implied that even though the stand user had died the dragon was still lingering around after it yeah and, and, mm. uh, so i suppose like he's he was died he's completely fucked up basically he was certainly yeah. dying when he just like kind of fucking folded up into that bucket and rolled away <laughs> yeah. uh, so you could have said oh not dragon's dream he was like he's pretty all right don't want to see him like fade off like into the, into the sky and see his ghost appear in the clouds oh no but we've seen uh, stands survive know. the uh, deaths of owners before we've met stands That's who true. we've never yeah. met their owners um and Foo fighters is the stand and yes. the stand user at the yeah, same time we get that in the little thing is like the stand foo fighters user Foo Fighters. Um, it's like, yeah. It's plugging the USB lead into the USB lead. It keeps going around. <laughs> so, for bulk of the episode, uh, FF's main concern is got to get me some water so I can heal myself and take mm. care of this guy. Because as they're, um, like, bleeding from the gap in their head, uh, it's Jolene's kind of like, I'm not so worried about that because the good thing news is they're not bleeding profusely from the hole in the head. Because <laughs> that's bad. Because FF needs some water. Yes. Uh, but in a very Mr. Bean-esque manner, uh, things go incredibly wrong for FF in an attempt to get this water and the hose she's chasing. And she ends up sat in the electric chair and the hose switches the electric chair countdown off. That part is very Mr. Bean. I don't think we've ever seen a Mr. Bean where he cuts off his own arms to fit inside a hose pipe. But it sounds like well, a good one. Nah, this is more of a like, final destination shit. Like, you know, <laughs> for, 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 that, yeah. the first one, ooh, that's kind of scary. But then just like as it progresses on, you know, and different people trying to fucking start cheating death and getting payback. It's just like, oh, no, oh, no, she's going to fucking put her hand down the fucking sink. And it's going to eat it. No, wait, no, the stick that's going to fight. No, wait, she's going to fucking. It, it just keeps thinking, thinking, oh, this is how they're going to die. But it's just like, no, because it keeps on going. And it's just fucking slapstick comedy classic. But this is uh, like uh, Foo Fighters is absolutely going to get the electric chair, but the 
the thing that keeps kind of thrown is like, oh, fuck, there's a timer on it. I'm going to get up. Ah, fuck, my belt's caught in it. Ah, fuck, my shoe's caught on it. It's just like... Oh, I've, I've, I've been dive-kicked into it. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so Kenzo thinks, ah, oh, I got you, I've got you, I've got you, I've got you. Uh, and then <laughs> Dragon's Dream is like, well, I probably shouldn't tell you this, but I must inform you that... Foo Fighters did manage to get some water because you're in your 70s, you've been running around a lot and you've sweated like an old man. Uh, and she, in fact, used this water to create a mirror. So where you think you're standing in your safe area, you're actually standing in your dangerous area. Um, Whoops. And, uh, yeah, this allows them to uh, get him into uh, close proximity to Foo Fighters as the electric chair Goes off and she grabs hold of him and uh, electrocutes him. They both get the chair. Yeah. Uh, And then Anasu is like, well, that's that taken care of. Uh, He doesn't want to help FF because he's only here to help Jolie. That was the deal. That that wasn't the deal. The the deal was I helped Jolie. Yes. (laughs) Uh, But Jolie's having none of this and she rushes down the stairs towards the electric chair. Like, like similarly slapstick like falls yes. down the stairs yeah. and hits the stairs and sta- yeah. guardrails at multiple points and I was like I'm going to save you yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, because she's realised that uh, Kenzo has in fact survived as the stand is still yes the, 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 the dragon's still floating there but more importantly the reflection of the dragon was also still floating there which means both of them survived the electric chair yes <laughs> She made the fucking uh, fucking scorpion from Mortal Kombat, the harpoon, and the fucking the could stay down there with someone trying to kill you. Mm, Now he got us out of the way of that, and (laughs) she fucking jumps and fucking gets his like you know he does his thing where he's gonna put like you know if one reach down your throat and fucking try to bite similar time, but his fucking manky foot then gets stuck in there. Because he's uh he's mangled as fuck after being electrocuted. Yeah, he's um it's it's worse that one of his shoes has fallen off and he's kicked Jolene in the mouth with his nasty old man toes. Hmm. Uh, you get like right in there, you know. She, she wished she she had died, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. The threat wasn't wasn't to kill him. It was just to reach in this puddle because Foo Fighters are still a colony of plankton here. They're still alive. Just get that little drip back into the corpse that Foo Fighters is riding around in, and everything will be a okay. <laughs> <laughs> And also, <laughs> Diver Down was inside Jolene's body this entire time and reassembles uh, <laughs> the guy's legs and uh, turns him into a mockery of uh, Tigger from uh, Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, <laughs> it's the, horrifying. The most, the most horrific version of that you can think of. And I, I did like the dragon going like, dude, why the fuck did you jump up on this guard railing? You're mo-, and he's like, dragon, come back to me. He's like, you're moving away from me, buddy. I don't know what the fuck I can tell you. Yeah, it, it goes along with Bounty Robert Fun. It's the two old fucking men, like, fucking, yes. like comedy a bit. It's just like fun. Hey, what, what you doing? Are you big W? You're moving away from me. No, you're moving away from me. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What, what if we had like a Statler and War, Waldorf, like constantly bickering, but like one of them. You could see internally and then externally what what has been done to his bones, which is most unusual because they are puppets. But yeah, uh, um, yeah, nearly falls into the bin. Um. <laughs> Beyond recovery, no fucking shit is the caption. And anything else I'm thinking of is the next episode that I accidentally watched. At the, <laughs> then I realised, hang on a second. <laughs> I'm missing a bit of this story. <laughs> then went back to watch yeah. this episode. Kind of yeah, there is, a little, there is a little post-credit thing. It's like, hey, 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 
that guy's got the bone. But we already knew that, so yeah. we've got to get the bone. Hmm. Uh, yeah, he's a good villain, an interesting power. I like the uh, the power that is neutral towards you, which we just saw in uh, Dragon Quest as well. Yeah, uh, hmm. with Kilvern and his uh, Reaper. Mm-hmm. Um, and it talks back to you, you know. It's just like, yes. shut up. Yeah. I'm meant to be impartial. You're ruining the whole. Thing. And it's actually like helping out your opponent because it's like you're not telling her how I work. I'm supposed to be impartial. I can't be impartial unless I explain how I work to your opponent. Yeah, that was a, that was a really good bit of writing and a, a mm-hmm. weird power. Um, yeah, a lot of fun. Then we've got Cyberpunk Edge Runners Episode Seven Stronger, in which. Uh, David has t- learned none of the lessons of the previous episode as we skip nope. forward in time a bit. And now he's juiced to the gills and cybernetics. Like everyone points it out to him. He's like, yeah, yeah, I know. What are you going to do? It's like the season two reboot all of a sudden in episode I'll you, seven. I'll where... tell you what exactly it's like. So hmm. it's exactly like the Cyberpunk 2077 video game. <laughs> Change discs. <laughs> it, it starts off with a, like a, a, a prologue story which ends in tragedy mm. and then you get to the main game where you're taking jobs and the very first job they're doing in this episode he's taking that job from the person who gives you your very first job in the cyberpunk 2077 oh. after the prologue part so okay, the wakake okay. woman who's rigging him up she's uh, one of the fixers who you do jobs for in the uh, video game mm-hmm. uh, and then the second half when he goes to meet um I can't remember his name. The guy Faraday. from the, yeah, Faraday, the fixer who's working on behalf of uh, Militech. That is, oh, I can't remember the name of the bar, but it's it's the bar where every, you you constantly go to in the video game. <laughs> yeah, Haven Afterlife, something like that. Afterlife, yeah, that's that's the one. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this is this episode is the most like the video game, I would say, in terms of. Uh, I mean, like it's it also has the video game thing of it's like yeah, do do check for traps when you're going through the enemy base. <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't played it, but that is a very video game thing that you yeah, do have to check for. The mm. trap looks exactly like the traps in the game, just like in the previous <laughs> episode. The previous episodes, the drones look exactly like the drones in the game. The turret in this one looks exactly like the turret mm. in the game. And I assume um, they're also hackable in the game and everything. Yes, yeah, yeah. but the animation in this is much more fun and also... Yeah, gory. This is more also, gory than the last episode. This right? is more gory. Yeah, oh, so getting evaporated the, in that warehouse. Is... <laughs> I, I think it's because like the last ones, it was like people we like were getting killed, whereas this one is just like goons are getting killed. <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, I've not done. I've not tried out the DLC. I can't remember if they've put in a third person. No, no, they haven't. No, what they've put in is you can choose how you look. So if you change your outfit, mm. you can keep like the look of a different outfit that you've got. Um, oh yeah, the yeah. problem Just is the aesthetic you, look over the. You the never see what look. you look like because it's always first person. It's only in the <laughs> menu do you see what clothes you're wearing. Okay. Oh, and I guess your arms, the cuffs of your sleeves. Uh, <laughs> you have you to know that. you look cool, man. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Whereas here, you you get like a the the physical change to David is uh, pretty big. Uh, he's like loaded on the like big uh, adult stuff. If basically he had man's arm. And yeah. then it's just like, well, yeah. uh, now I gotta get the rest of the, to match it then. And yeah. I got my tiny, tiny little, little head. One big arm, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, Rebecca's got new arms as well. She's got like arms the size of a 
Big hands. Like, uh, really? Yes. Yeah. So, so they Yeah, very much so. At one point, she's using one as like a little spider to ride around on while they're at the yeah. at the outdoor bar that they tend to go after the missions. Um, it's it's cool because it's basically like David is literally finds himself in the position of Maine while that's only happened very recently as far as I can tell in the thing. And they're just like, yeah, yeah. fucking uh, Maine would have liked this. But it's like, yeah, but people are think you're cool now, David. This guy signed on because like, oh, I want to fucking do a, a team up with David. He's so cool. That and it's just like, dead. wow, I'm in the position that uh, I was in. I, I'm, I'm in the position of leadership that I was joining before. And it's just like, this is, yeah. But he doesn't seem to show any inclination to, despite everyone pointing out, it's like, dude, you, you probably have a bit too many mods. You're probably going a bit too far. You're getting a little twitchy in the arm there. Uh, I'm fine. I'll tell you when I've had enough. Yeah, yeah. What could possibly go wrong? Hmm. Um, so, yeah, the first half is like a very simple mission, uh, which has got the Maelstrom gang, who, again, they're in the video game. Um hmm. And then the second half is we got a little bit of like the, the downtime. We're in the bar. We get Rebecca hopelessly flirting with David, who seems completely oblivious to it. So she's like, I'm going to have to change my tactics. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. You might, I, I've seen people like her a lot as a character, but like he's not into you, dude. You're going to have to try. She's, to a, she's a little goblin. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like some people on the internet, I've because I've been on fucking Twitter and shit. That they're absolutely into the little goblins yes. and her specifically. Oh but, yeah, yeah. Well, when you gotta love a gal who fucking uh, just customizes her guns in the same sort of like very lurid color scheme as her hair and things like that. You know, she, she's very good thematically. And I saw someone saying it's like, oh, on one of her tattoos that she has dick written across her leg, and it's like, no, she's PK dick. It's fucking. It's yes. very obvious with its references. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so David gets the call from Faraday, and they're still trying to get the information from Arasaka. Um, hmm. Who'd you got a good hacker on your new yes. team? Oh, no, man, she's just she's taking some personal time for herself. Okay. Well, he, he doesn't say anything like uh, David doesn't identify his special deep dive hacker, but Faraday's like, yeah, you want to get her back in line. And he, David's like, you know exactly the fuck it is, and I've been trying to dance around it because it's like, don't mess with Faraday; it's gonna be bad. But he's still going. Yeah, I'll take the job. Yeah, okay, get her back in just for one last heist. Then, mm, then, then that'll be it. Yeah, sure. and uh, Snuff, she's just one keeping things in because uh, you get the sense that uh, everyone else has died around her, but he's somehow still stuck around, you know. And spoilers, but you can't match him. He was this very. Uh, very empathetic and very kind of starry-eyed kid, and then now he's kind of see him all. You know, he's just one big, hulked-out dude. But even though he's a big hulked-out dude, I'm still worried about him, and I don't want anybody to come near him or kill him. So while you, yeah, <laughs> while I'm, while while I've been kind of I'm just kind of sitting there doing nothing, I've actually been going out and seemingly uh, on, a, on a vigilante rampage, like hunting down and just exploding the heads of anybody who was getting close to the information I found in your man's brain. Yeah, yes. because uh, according to the Faraday's guys, like the information was wiped, but there's no way that exec would have wiped it or had the chance to wipe it um, before he 
fucking broke. So it's just like, okay, that was done by one of their squad, and we know who the fuck did the deep dive. So yeah, I, I guess she's got like uh, from God. She's in, she's in the middle of like a very tender moment with David, right? Well, outside town to watch the stars, you know, and and that just go on in for the embrace fun, saying, "I won't leave you, baby. I'll, I'll be around forever." And then she must have like, a, like a Google alert, alert set up because like you know, her eyes just go vroom, and it's <laughs> just funny. It's privy to this meeting going on in cyberspace of them mulling over all that and like her going over her her backstory with david i thought was like not, maybe not clunkily handled but like less a little less elegantly handled but then they had lots of little moments like where she's looking at him drinking a beer without getting the hiccups or whatever like he used to because he doesn't like mm. fizzy drinks it's like because he's different now he's changing mm. and is he the same person that that innocent starry-eyed kid that she initially um found herself drawn to yeah yeah, so we learn that she's part. She's the one survivor of an experiment Arasaka were doing to create uh, net-running children who they could send into the old internet that was brought mm. down by uh, mm. Rasha Bartmos um, to try and recover some of the information. Like it was like seventy-eight percent of all information was lost, or something like that. Yes, yeah. You in, in the video game, you find his body um, in a mm. junkyard. Uh, I think very close to where your body ends up in a junkyard at some point in the story. Uh, <laughs> Small town. Yes, you can choose to go back there and pick up the gun which uh, shot you. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, the video game is like a big, it's a big Arasaka plot in the video game as well. Mm. But when you play through it a couple of times and you do like the sub-story stuff, you know, at least I started to notice there's another story going on in the background, which is probably pulling the strings of the what you think is the main story in the foreground. Okay. Mm. Well, it's it's, 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 it's like a big corporation, so these fucking like opportunists in it. It's just like this one possibility of all these plots are kind of going on with each other, you know, like in yeah. two orbits and in or in parallel to whatever other plots are going on. I mean, it's a big company, they've got a lot of departments. Yeah, and they they talk about rogue AIs in this episode, and that that's the suggestion of what's going on in the main game as well, is mm. that there's a rogue AI pulling the strings of all these um, corporations, and indeed you, the player character, uh, by proxy. Yeah, like it doesn't make her out to be some special thing because she's the only survivor of this secret fucking thing. Like these were just random ass kids they were experimenting on. They might have run this experiment several fucking times. Um, yes, or multiple times at once. Like they were just that particular department's yeah. version of it. Yeah, it's yeah, something, I... something, to, something to do with David as well. There's this. Um, yeah. You see, he's got like like a, like a prodigious like affinity for cybernetics. Coincidental, probably not. So you see some kind of product or offshoot or some other thing that got going on. We're going to make a bunch of kids, and then they're going to be spun like maybe modern industry for cyborgs. Or just like after him in the same capacity, he's just like you know this one off, and it's just like he's under radar now. They gotta, gotta get gotta get him in and then see what what's under his hood and see ones. Well, they cut me up and fucking did all sorts to me as well. I don't want that to happen to you either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I, so I'll, I'll be I'll be the fucking like the real villain here. You know, you want to be the tough guy, but I'll be the fucking I'll make all the fucking hard calls when it comes down to it to protect you from that. Hmm. Uh, and what well, I see will be important piece of information is. Uh, Doc, the Ripper Doc friend of uh, David, asks him, what are you trying to be, Adam Smasher? And uh, David's like, who's Adam Smasher? And he's like, yeah, well, let yeah. me give you a little potty history yeah, of Adam Smasher. Smasher. <laughs> wow. 
like as Lord Umps go, like the way he, he's talking about it, it's kind of like this thing was cool as shit. Um, you know, it, it, he's interested in this, which is why he's excited to Lord Ump on David. Yes, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, he's one of the villains in the video game as well. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, you'll see him here. So I was like, can they kill him here? Uh, can he also die here, or does he have to stay alive so you can kill him later in the video game? So I think this is taking place before the video game, from what I was looking at the DLC information. Because I think the okay. DLC, the one character from the anime who appears in the new, the three extra missions is Falco. Um, so, so I was wondering uh, if you could near if it was taking place simultaneously or anything because you have the you said the rocket launches happen in the yeah. game as well and I was wondering if that was a way to time it basically those take place every x amount of months or something like that yeah and mm-hmm. uh, yeah something gets launched from the moon in one of the sub stories and you find it um, I think it turns out to be a bottle of wine or something um, mm-hmm. so there is moon connections there it's definitely it definitely feels from the mention of the moon here, and whether they get to the moon or not, is meaningless. Mm. But the the stuff to do with space in the main game is like that's what they've got their eye on if they do a sequel. Um, mm. And presumably, <laughs> if they do a sequel, they'll probably stick to using the same engines, and they don't have to do so much work again. <laughs> yeah, but then it'd be no fun. Well, it's just force people floating around in zero gravity. Yeah, that's, it was the uh, the space stuff was like one of the earliest uh, things they put out for the original. Uh, 2013 mm. based game uh, which was like, ah, you've, you've been used to firing all your guns on Earth, now we're going to send you into an environment where you really can't use your guns anymore unless you want to <laughs> launch yourself and everybody else around you into the cold, killing depths of space. Yeah. Um, and and, and now, we've, now we've just taken all of, well, we already have Battle Angel Leader so you're going to be stepping on a couple of tours there. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I've Continue to enjoy this. It's a, it's a lot of fun, and mm-hmm. it's. I'm trying to think. This might be. I don't know if it's my favourite adaptation of a video game. It's definitely my favourite adaptation of a video game where I've played the video game. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Uh, as they go, I know. I'd say just like Street Fighter film. I like the Fate and Fury film as well. Uh, yeah, well, no, these things are few and far between. They do, they do have a bit of a rep, but they're not yeah, all terrible. about this one is it's 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 not so much that it's adapting like the like in Street Fighter or whatever they're adapting the main characters into a different story. It's we're adapting. We have all these assets um, for backgrounds yes. and for places and for how the world works, um, and we can just adapt those for a different story involving completely different characters. And every now and again, a character from the game might show up, but they're not the focus of it. Yeah, which I assume is like how the Rage of Bahamut. Relationship oh, yes, yeah. to the sure. game yeah. and the mm. and the animators, but I've never played the Rage of Bahamut game, uh, so I can't say whether I get the same sort of thrills I'm getting here. Then yeah, on to things yeah. that actually aired this week because we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. We do, we do. <laughs> Dragon Quest: The Adventure of Die, Episode Ninety Seven: The Tear of the Gods, and also the Tear of the Bryans. As he was watching this, as I was getting big. Um, uh, going Berry saves yes. the uh, Straw Hats vibe. It's super, it's super that, yeah. It's it's that later on, and the earlier part where all the balls are hitting him in the face, I was just like, yeah, get his ass. I was just like, I was <laughs> like punching the air. I was like, fuck up that guy. The air is fucking just fucking like into dragon and just going complete sad berserker as fuck. Just fucking just get him, die. Just fucking punch him in the dick. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was very satisfying, and then 
very sad and then very beautiful. It was yeah, it's 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 such a good fucking show. It does everything so fucking yeah. Like and also, that. also, it's like oh, that's what the ending animation's been about this entire second half yeah. of the series. Mm-hmm. You now understand the metaphor. Yes. So the Tear of the Gods of the title is Gome Chan. And that is how, after Vern is like, why the fuck are you still fighting me, lads? Uh, yeah, his thing was like, oh, they're, they're beyond my understanding. These humans are just attacking me like wild crazy beasts. Crazy as shit. Um, and they're like, yeah, if we kick your ass, then the field is down and we can go all around the world and freeze the fucking thing. So all we got to do is just keep, like, and die just hanging on to him, just trying to stab him more with the same sword. Well, because <laughs> he's like, okay, we got the swords through one of his hearts, so we just keep on attacking. Yeah. He can't heal himself up. It's like the three of us, me, Pop, and the sword. Also, Pop learns one of the techniques that Vern's been using against them constantly. Because, yeah, you're supposed to get hit by Kaiser Phoenix and then be instantly fucking immolated, so... But he's seen him do this multiple times. It's like, yeah, now I know the trick to it because I'm a fucking genius. But he yeah. says that way less cockily than that. Yeah. <laughs> he does. Well, he's more like surprised. He's like, I am a genius. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it shocks him even. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's like my sword is staying in there. So it's the will of us three. And yeah, it's like, okay, well, fuck that tight 10 minute time limit. I'm just going to send the bombs off now then. Uh, and then Leone is like, no, we can't allow this. Well, initially, I, everyone in the ball is yes. like, please, let my body move. Come on. And but that glowing spot where she was hit blows, and then all the balls start pounding him in the face. Um, <laughs> and he starts panicking. He's like, oh, fuck. That's not supposed I to happen. I didn't know they could do that. They're defending themselves somehow. So he's like, okay, there's clearly someone moving the balls around, fucking with me. Who is it? It's that ball. And he shoots his eye beam at it. And uh, it's Leona. But it's not Leona. It is it's, what's hidden in her brassiere, which yeah. he very rudely rips open to get at. That's that's very rude. Don't do that, dude. But he yeah. has to do after all. He hmm. is. Uh, yes, it's Gome Chan, who is a magical item known as the Tear of the Gods. And then they have a big debate as to whether he's a magic item or a person. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's definitely a magical item made by the gods. It's the one single tear that they shed that allows people to grant wishes for, for all the fucked up stuff that happens on Earth. Uh, so, so like, it's Every time in the series, you get your ass out of Dodge for mysterious reasons. That was why. Yeah, um, but Dodge's uh, like, nah, he's been my friend since I was a little kid. The fuck are you talking about? No, he's he's a, he's a dude. He's gone with you. Yeah. And also they were like, hey, well, we weren't wishing on it. We just got out there. And he's like, yeah, if you knew, if you, he's, then he's like, well, if you knew it was a magic item, you could have wished a proper big wish and dealt with it. Uh, hmm. So I'm going to squash this before you get the chance to do it. Which is kind of um, brings about his own doom because he bursts Gomichan, sending bits of Gomichan flying everywhere. Which, as when it was just in his fist, it was a lot harder for Dai to get in contact with Gomichan and make that final mm. wish. As Gomichan mm. and him have a tearful farewell, as Gomichan explains, "Well, I'll be reincarnated, and I'll be reincarnated in the time it took for you to make the." Take make all the wishes, and I've been so with you I'll, for years, so I won't be back for I'll, years. I'll you know? be back in a decade, but I won't remember you. Because um, I'll be an item, then I won't be the person. Because he, he's trying to do multiple things, like explain how he works. Explain it's like, oh yeah, when they were trying to find the magical golden slime, that's like the legend of the tear of the gods being corrupted. Yes. You wish for a um, friend, and that's how I turned into Gobi Chan. Yeah, and, and very, very cute, very adorable fucking stuff. Yeah, um, I might have one. I may have a, just enough power to grant you one more wish. What do you want to <laughs> wish for, die? It's like a wish all our hearts were united. And it works. And they yep. call out across the world to everybody they've met. 
uh, to warn them about the problem. And then it's like, yes, there's another hero here, and it's the fake hero from the start yes, of the show. Yes, I was <laughs> waiting for them to come through. They didn't die! Because as, as soon as they said, no fun, oh, but, but, but one of the heroes is on the frozen continent. We don't know anybody in the frozen continent. We do, of course, the last time I saw it, they formed a fake party where almost almost got nuked for that thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they can do it, man! <laughs> the guy and wizard, they got a full load out. They can, they can, they can handle it. Yeah, it's like it, it's the kind of innocence of die as a kid, like wishing for a friend, um, and then the innocence or the innocence that the kind of purity of him as a thing of I want to unite all our hearts as one to to solve this fucking problem. And I'm just like, that's fucking beautiful, man. It like pops great, but you get why die's the fucking hero. Yeah, great. yeah. And and like, he was ready to yeah. to the guy's shoulder as well. Oh. If after this everybody hates me, that's fine because everyone will still, you know, be <laughs> fucking united yeah, at one cause and I'll deal with it. But you know, if you're gonna do this wish for you know everybody and they don't hate me, then that's all that's even better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they also make the point that the gods deposited the tear of the gods on that island specifically because it was free of humans and uh So it was free of like human adverts yes. and stuff, because there's only monsters on that island. Yes, there's yeah. pure hearted mm-hmm. monsters lived on that island They're only bad when they get hypnotized by the Dark Lord. Exactly. Yeah. Monsters aren't inherently evil. Yeah, that it's a wonderful episode and yeah, I was bawling by the uh... end of it. Because it's got that elation thing that always gets me of like, yeah, we're doing it yeah. now, lads. It's it's so well done, and then that thing at the end where like Dai kind of turned back and I made a wish, and he's like fucking what? That's bullshit. And it's and then the the shot of the Vern Palace like silhouetted like a Goma Chan. I was like, oh my god, mm-hmm. that's it's so fucking well done. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, fantastic. <laughs> he is getting slapped next week. Isn't he? <laughs> yes, there's three more episodes left for him to get his ass kicked. Oh boy. I look forward to it eagerly, but at the same time, you know, that separation anxiety. Oh, boy. Like, the difficulty in not wanting, like, wanting to talk about this, like, last week, because we moved the the time scale a little, but, like, I'm glad, I just, like, that means that I get to wait a little bit until I watch, like, last week's one, so I can draw this out a little (laughs) bit longer. Uh, Well, Diet and Pop and the rest of them draw good lads and lasses. You know, we've got to get some other good lads back. Uh, Yeah. So, they kind of (laughs) shouldered their burden. Yeah, yeah. And we've got a, a good good boy uh, in Spy Family, episode 13, Project Apple, which is time to buy Anya her dog. So we <laughs> you to promised. The Strix Run Pet Shop, where they will purchase a war dog. <laughs> they're, they're, they're trained as guard dogs, but like, yeah. he, because Anya can hear the thoughts of anything, the, the dog going like, check me out, I'm really buff, and there's one Doberman just fucking like, just flexing at her. It's just beautiful there's Very a great they, they, they keep doing it in the background as well yeah. Just like, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah yeah they are the most weirdly human dogs and they're like, more human than dog the, who's got the, psychic the... powers <laughs> yeah yeah uh like one of them sitting in the in the what's it the banshaw kind of pose like the little squat yeah. which is like dogs can't do that <laughs> but it's great yeah uh, uh, any of those dogs would, would have made a wonderful addition to the show but no they are just there for a joke obviously yeah. they are our guy is so, a big fluffy boy Lloyd's whisked away on an important uh, mission so you're and, and your covers for him they go to <laughs> the um, an adoption fair for animals that's taking place and, in town I, I love her going like why didn't Lloyd bring us here first it's full of puppies and stuff this is perfect it was just kind of like the guy going like well 
it, they're not these trained attack dogs. That, like you could try one of the puppies. That's probably fine. Mm. Yeah. So they're like much better. Your gives out your one rule. You got to stay by these dogs. Don't run off while I go and talk to uh, the experts about what will be the best dog for you. Hmm. Uh, but then she sees two of the terrorists walking the bomb dogs across, reads the mind of uh, one of the dogs, who for some reason has the image of Anya's family inside its head, and so therefore, being a good girl or being inquisitive about the dog, what's going to win? She's like, I can't tell your because she won't believe me, or I've got to reveal they've got psychic powers, so therefore, I've got to follow this dog on my own. It's up to Anya to save the day. And we learn on Lloyd, uh, like, because Lloyd's get, getting like brought back to H- HQ, um, where he has to impersonate the head of a terrorist organization in order to trick a guy yes. to give him information. They are, yeah. they have, they're worried because it's like, holy shit, they've trained bomb dogs to take out the foreign dignitary, and it's just like those are worth like one cruise missile each, and it's like, no, they've just gotten a bunch of dogs that they're going to strap bombs. Yeah, to. it's, it's kind of dumb, you know. It yes. was dumb even even when it was funded by the military. Yeah. And the terrorist cell is basically a bunch of lads being bullied by one man with a knife. Uh, <laughs> is how it feels. Because when the two lads are yeah. t- out taking for a walk, you get the feeling that it's like they're they're afraid of what Keith will do to them if they get in trouble. <laughs> it feels like a super small. This is just probably it for the cell. I, I think it's probably. I think it's supposed to come across that they're like student protesters, so they haven't yes. really got much yeah. cop on to themselves. That kind of way. He'd promised me I'm going to take the turns of the night, but he keeps holding on to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but Anya finds herself kidnapped, as she often does in this series. Um, but this time it is the dog, the big white dog, as I believe is currently credited in the... Uh, uh, which Have you noticed who plays the big white dog? Kenichi Matsuda, who is the voice of uh, in Marvel cartoons of the Hulk. <laughs> well, more importantly, he's the voice of the narrator as well of Spy Family, which gives uh, gives the impression that is this show being narrated by the dog. <laughs> well, it can see the future, so you know it would, yes, it would be like pretty keyed in, queued up on what's happening. Uh, mm. He is great as the dog, particularly just the way he says "both" in various emotions. Oof. And like people don't go like they don't say back to him is like hey quit your barking at me or quit your bow wowing at me or whatever they they do say borf back as well which is fantastic because it's so yeah. obvious it's a man saying borf that yeah um, and him initially like jumping in front of Anya is like you weren't hurt this child and he's like all right I'm gonna fuck you up now dog and the dog is like I'm gonna hide behind the child now because I'm a big scaredy dog <laughs> yeah I think also because once you've established that you can foresee the immediate future which we do in the earlier scene where he re- mm. rescues a small boy from being hit by a sign it's like mm. oh, you don't have to now show every time he's seeing the future you can just have him do something and you can go like oh that's because he's seen what would happen if he continued that yeah behavior. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but then yes, he then then he like passes the message. Does he indicate to Anya to read his mind somehow? Yeah, it's kind of like, hey, pay attention yeah. to me, kid. And it's like the the telephone's gonna ring. Um, and she's like, the telephone's gonna ring. And then the telephone rings, distracts all the terrorists, and they do a runner. Yes, and, but the dog uh, uh, runs off with her on on his back, and she's initially scared, but then she's like, "This is fucking exciting. This is yeah. exactly the uh, excitement I crave." She's got into her head uh, from uh, she's got in a war for saving a drowning child, 
Yes. Ah, yes. if I go to the police and uh, I alert them to the bad guys with the bomb dogs, I could get me a star. And then I could be starring you again. Yes. <laughs> but I also like the dog. This is a very smart dog that can predict the future. However, it is still a dog and therefore kind of fucking stupid. <laughs> it's just like running around the block yes. at a high speed. And it runs around in a like, circle oh, and wears itself zoomies. out. <laughs> yeah, very much so. <laughs> um... So they get caught again, but this time Yor has been following them because they ran straight past the uh, hmm. the adoption uh, show. Yes, and she's been pursuing them, and she kicks the uh, the biggest terrorist who was about to grab Anya. Uh, it's very satisfying when she makes someone ping pong around the place. Yes. she does very often. But yeah, I did also appreciate her panicking at the dog show and like jumping into the rafters yes, ninja. To, to, to take in the fucking situation and then when she jumped down later like one guy saw her and went what the fuck <laughs> yeah. just appeared out of nowhere and you can just watch his reaction for the rest of the scene it's very funny yeah. they, I almost forgot to watch this and I was like oh is this a sign of this be the thing I should drop and then I watched it I was like no I can't drop this That's, it's so good that, but now it's, it's that's the dog in there you know if you think oh you gotta, I gotta, I gotta to, to set up here at three and then the dog comes crashing in and let's mm. just gotta set it back up again Oh. <laughs> and the action's very good. And it's like he, he, the dog. She's not. She's not immediately riding on the dog's back. He grabs her by the hood of her coat yes. and then drags her down the stairs initially uh, before. And it, it, her yeah, he back. swings her onto his back, but she's not riding him like a horse initially. She's just hanging off for dear life until it gets exciting, and then she's yes. riding him like a horse. Um, mm. Yeah, it's uh, more of the action you demanded, and probably some of the higher level. Animation, action animation that it's had. Yeah, 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 yeah. That new, nice new openings and closings to them as well. Those, those are very yeah. good before. Oh, yeah, yeah, the opening's yeah. very. I like the song on the opening as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking of openings, Pop Team Epic Series Two, Episode One, Identity. Ah <laughs> uh, oh, man, we're gonna be a fucking turning this fucking Tokusatsu fucking podcast now. It's all rambling. <laughs> in. It's, just, it's creeping in. Fun, we get from Fudo Pi, and then we just go come high with fun, saying, "Hey guys, you told you watch a new Sentai series. I haven't got time for it." And uh, it, that fucking that Kamen Rider pop, uh, pop Team Epic themed Kamen Rider fucking costume. It's the design of it's so fucking good. The little belt and everything. That's her eyes. Oh my god! Oh, they, 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 got really got the, they got they got the proper form like people to get that thing out. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Sakamoto this... doing the direction. So yeah, he's generally considered the best at directing mm-hmm. Tokusatsu. But we pick up where we left off. Uh, which is Shotaioi being confronted by Dark Shotaioi. And then we go into the opening credits for Endless Love, which is a mix of Carbon uh, Rider Drive and Zio are the main ones, I think, in terms of the logo design and yeah. some of the. What does NOV stand for? Because it's anachronized. Yeah, I suspect we'll never know because it's an entirely different opening next week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which is even better than this opening. Uh, the new opening, anyway, that's for next week. Uh, uh-huh. uh, and then we're into our sketches as usual. Uh, first sketch is Identity by Space Neko Company, in which Popoko is trying to find out something that's unique about her, but PPB keeps on being able to do the very same thing. And I was like, the staging of this seems a little different than how they normally stage it. That's because they're setting it up for turning it into a musical number. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really making like you know the day you no know, just the kind of way they're shaped 
they are a very kind of like 1920s like black and white cartoon kind of thing and they just lean all the way into that one saying yeah. woo, 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 linking arms and walking down yes. the daisy path like a <laughs> with a small two break best friends small cutaway where P4V takes Popa coat and the doctors because her dancing is so bad um. <laughs> like I, ne- I nearly felt bad about the musical thing because like obviously you watch it the first time and then you watch it the second time and it was less like I'm kind of enjoying the new voice acting. It's like, oh wait, no, I actually like the song as well again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the song, <laughs> I feel like it might be referencing something spe- specific because it reminds me a little of what I've seen of like uh, live action, like NHK children's shows where they have a musical number. It felt a, a bit like what right, I've seen right. there. So I don't know if it's just going for a, a particular vibe of children's show music or, or whatever. Or if it's taken off a specific one, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, this is not on high dive. So this time we won't have good subtitles with references explained. Instead, you get occasional lines where you go, was that really the intention of the spoken line in Japanese on the Crunchyroll translation? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. With the uh, tiny amount I learn each day, it's like I, I do pick up the occasional yes. uh, meaning of it, and it, yeah, yeah. It, it, it it does like over time start to bug you. Yeah, the <laughs> peepee me man sketch, which we'll get to, I think was the has the most clumsiest lines, where I really could not get what they were going for. Uh, mm. Then we get a press conference where from Space Necro Company again, where they're addressing their return. Um. It's another Space Neko Company sketch where it's about them being recognized for being in Pop Team Epic. And yeah. then we. Because a, a lot of this is, is like, you know, awesome matter did to this. It's like, no, oh, well, I didn't know the anime would be this popular. You know, so, how, you, how have you been dealing with this? And, and we, I think it's like the difference being between being abrasive. like famous in a specific niche, like, like being famous online. It's just like, that doesn't mean you're famous well, in reality. Yeah, but then we see why they've been recognised for being a pop team epic is because they're standing in the street with a big banner which says "Pop Team Epic" on it, wanting to be recognised. Yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, pop um, team epic for food. Then we get our first new concept for this season, which is pop team epic B side, uh, which is a boys' love version of just a pop team epic sketch played. Pretty much exactly how it is in the comic, or it has already been done on this show. Oh, boys. <laughs> but a thousand percent more hair flicks, though. Yes. Um, like, I, I have trouble deciding: was this better with the women, or was it better with the men? This, this was the toughest one because I'm like, which did I? I often compare them. I was like, which did I enjoy more? You know. Yeah. They both just they both just go for us, really. Yeah. I yeah. Think, and it's like you, know, you get a sense of that because uh, we have this at the very end after the credits, like the kind of the. I guess there's something like just the two, the pairings just kind of just like chatting for fun. Saying, oh man, I haven't seen you in years. I could work, work, yeah, work together again. Just fucking, fucking chatting away. And like, just, like, I looked at it with it and I made the little reactions then of them too. The, you know, the little just... stock animations they have for it. I, um, I hope they do that more. That, that was wonderful, this one, yeah. Oh, it's good, yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's kind of sense that fun saying, ah, yeah, I'm going to go for this. And it's one of those things that gets around everyone saying, hey man, you've been a part, part of Epic yet. Fun saying, no. Fun saying, oh man, you got to do it. Fun. It's just like, 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 like a, the most fun days we're ever going to do. I swear, I swear to God, fun saying, oh yeah, I got to do that. Mm-hmm. It, gets, uh, it gets you a bit of rep for, for certain people. Fun saying, oh yeah, you, you're really cool if you've been a part of Epic. You've, mm-hmm. You're like a, you've got, you are of some renown if you've made your way onto it. Yeah, I think so. Uh, then they, uh, there's a kamikaze 
Doga show up to do some. We've got throwing away your preconceived notions. Hmm. Um, I can't remember how that ends. Uh, she's excited <laughs> to throw away her This is going to be emotions. fun. Yes. Pull that away. Pull that the fuck away. That's, That's it, yes. It's very short, so. It's yeah. very short. Then they're brainstorming how to make uh, Pop Team Epic funnier. This is Kamikaze again. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was a good one. And then a rabbit says it would be Pop Team Epic if it was funny. And so Popico shoots it in the head. Um, <laughs> and then they take, answer letters on their radio show. Uh, which is also kamikaze. Uh, and then we get Akbu. Now, this is a stained glass fortune telling. The contents is not as important as the fact they're using the style they've been using the past two couple of years on some of the music videos, where it's a 3D environment, but the items in the 3D environment are yeah. still two-dimensional. <laughs> no, it's like, you know, the way the, like, the guys in, like, South Park and shit like that are rendered in 3D, but, like, with flat shapes on top, stacked on top of each other. That, but we can spin the camera around and make it look ugly as sin. It's great. <laughs> like, this this part wasn't ugly enough. It just makes it even uglier in the I was best thinking, way or like, like, Paper Mario. That's the exact yeah, same thing. And you are very comparison. cognizant of the fact that whenever, like, no, it just, like, you turn left, whoop, whoop, you turn right, whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah, these are just, like, two-dimensional little paper cutouts. Mm-hmm. Uh, then another Kamikaze Doga sketch where the girls are in the forest in a Blair Witch-style scenario, but they're being pursued by a Chocobo. We <laughs> got the Final Fantasy rights. What are we going to do? Blair Witch, I think that would be the best thing. Yeah. I think that's five one. Me and Robocop, the manga, some of a torchbearer of this. We got to have that at the commercial time. Like, no fun. Why we do this? Did we be for your earnest fun saying, no, you just like do whatever the heck you want with it? Uh, <laughs> up to just like falling short of outright insulting the license holders uh, yeah. or sponsors, you know, but do anything you want with it. Uh oh. Okay, I've suddenly got the joke in PP man. It's it's not the translation. It's me reading it. Um, I've suddenly realised what the line you're going to have to save scum this one. Ah, yes, it's a gamer term. It is a gamer mm. term. Uh, I said that's what it meant. Like, because I, I, she's tied to some train tracks. I was thinking Red Dead. It's like, yeah, yeah, you're fucked in this situation. You're going to have to go back to the prior save. Yeah, mm-hmm. gotcha. Yes. So PP man. Comes down to save Popico who's tied to the train tracks and uh, refuses to save her. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Captain Hindsight. <laughs> um, that's Space Deco, as is uh, a rap that Popico does about being friends. And then we go to our ending theme. I don't. I didn't look at what the name is. I know the first line is "Let's play a game with our fingers." Um, I mean that that applies directly to because she the reason they're best friends is because she picked her up first in a gacha I think it was yes yes ah <laughs> yeah. uh, no I'm just messing with you but then it's just wistfully staring at the frame picture <laughs> it's like oh, I don't remember that day fucking tear fucking yeah nice yeah <laughs> uh, and then we get the welcome haters segment which is where the voice actors uh, chat um, actually I think it might be mm. or PPB's room I think it may change titles depending on uh, each one. Of- it is. Like, I did week... enjoy the the women um, talking, being so excited just to work together again. That was lovely. Yes. But then the old men complaining was also very funny. So it's it's a tough choice. Yeah. So it's <laughs> it's uh, the the women are voice actresses uh, from Melancholy Haruhi Susumiya, yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, 
the uh, the men are for, they work together on Legend of Galactic Heroes, a book sort of mm. thing. So both all of them have worked together on multiple things, but I think those are yeah the the, uh, the reasons you'd pair them up. Um, yeah, like uh, be your Hori Carver. He's, he's he's a good dude. He's Vegeta after all, uh, amongst yeah. other things. Um, when I was like going people... through his his, um, his listing to see what he's worked in, it was like Vegeta, Vegeta, Vegito, Gogeta. Yes. Um, that guy from freaking uh, Case Closed. Um, and it's just like, that's it, basically. Just that over and over again for ages. Yeah. And obviously in this show. Yeah. Um, but they do keep on getting it wrong, calling them high school girls as they have to explain on the screen that they're <laughs> actually middle school girls. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's wonderful to be back now. I was like, on this one, I was like, well, obviously they can't continue to convince a Frenchman to make uh, uh, episodes of a show he doesn't know the plot of because I'm sure he knows what the plot of it is I don't even know if he works for the company anymore um, mm. so that's how I was like it's only like one new thing, I guess the Koichi Sakamoto thing is kind of new uh, anyway my worries that it wasn't going to have enough variety are completely put aside on episode 2 so we'll get to that next week oh okay. man, good, 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 good. I mean uh, again it's just like, like it's had time to sort of to percolate now and yes uh, it was probably kind of bubbling under like you know this guy was that there's that undercurrent of fervor before the first tv series came out and then it's just like when oh now it's spilled over i mean we're still like you know they're (laughs) for making kind of like fan derived things it's just a little design you can kind of like you know you can put anything onto it it's like a very it's a much more fun and deranged funko pop thing before then oh it's kind of put like you know different things on there and i can kind of bring it up but the in of itself, the things that references that Kyle pulls from and and, and comes on to is so, so esoteric and this seems out so wide. It, it can snag a lot of people. It's just like not every sketch will work for you. But if you wait ten seconds, it'll have yeah. something else. In. <laughs> that that's a good point. Yeah, that that's the thing that works with a lot of these sketch stuff. If this one isn't working for you, give it a minute. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. It has it has a weird like uh, it has a weird fucking like. Um, that's a weird fucking Bob Nimimi fucking animation, but also has something like, you know, what we have next week where it's like kind of a full, like, lavish super robot show uh, opening uh, attached onto it instead with the work of some of the more famous, like, mechanical animators and designers who've mm. ever been in the business. <laughs> and also, there's another one which has incredibly detailed CG models of the girls in as well. Um, <laughs> So, I mean, besides like acting talent, you know, it's also animation talent and other kind of talent. Mm. Like, you know, who's the fun thing? If you if you were cool, you want to be on Pop Team Epic to get most fun like days work you're going to have. I think that's it's why I was thinking that they can still get the actors and animators in to be experimental on the show. Because yeah, yeah. That, obviously that was the worry that it's not going to have that same wild fucking energy that it had initially. Because that's that's the thing. I was th- I was thinking this in the context of sketch shows in general, not just animated ones. And you do want some level of variation. Because lots of sketch shows will have like lots and lots of writers, but one director, and so everything will look the same. Whereas I think here, I know he just says serious composition, Jinaiyuki, but I suspect a lot of these sketches, there's a lot of leeway for. I don't think Akbu are working off scripts that Jinaiyuki are. Sending them mm-hmm. um, necessarily. Well, 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 perhaps is no. Are we going to like you know pull this straight from the strip? Which means that yeah, well, it'll be kind of the same basic like fucking gaglia. Where you're open yeah, to yeah. interpretation then about how you want to expand that or contract that or take it anywhere yes. you're aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because obviously the first series we got that where we got the, 
what Space Echo or Kamikaze would do the standard looking sketch earlier in the series and then you'd get exactly the same sketch from Akbu later on where it has started to look more deranged mm-hmm. um but yeah i think i think if you want a good sketch comedy show you need some element of variation and this has multiple elements of variation yeah um yeah. otherwise you end up with little britain um <laughs> the same sketches week in week out um mm. Uh, then we got Futo PI, episode 10, Superhuman R, a, slash a passport to Shadow Futo, in which a little girl hires them to find, is it her dad or her granddad? Who's granddad. Uh, it's her granddad, because it's the yes. father who ran the machine shop. Yeah. Yeah. And Sorry, it's mis- his father's, yeah, who ran the machine shop. Yeah. This mysterious mustache man is the this exceptionally tall man. Disappearance. <laughs> and we already know that's Brachiosaurus from the previous episode. Um, or is it? Uh, You're just assuming that because he's tall, you racist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the tiny child is a brachiosaurus. He's the reactor at all that. And also, to me, they returns to Shadow Futo. Uh, and then she's like, why the fuck did I come back to Shadow Futo? It's fucking horrible. It's full of monsters. It's filled with monsters from the prior series who are being eaten by the monsters from this series. Yeah. Uh, it looked like a guy in a costume getting eaten by Brachiosaurus, so I assume that's what was going on. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, they, they go there, because she get, she tries to come back, gets pulled back by Brachiosaurus. Um, they follow, and they discover that, like, no, they didn't didn't kidnap the grandfather. The grandfather came of his own accord. Yeah, they'd um, ask him to design his weird, strange bit of machinery. One thing, he's saying, I can do it. His old dog still got some tricks yet, and he's and, and, and him being. what it was for. I'm yeah. not fun. They're not giving this to you. You're going to give this to me. Oh, no, I'm not. Oh, yes, you are. Hmm. Uh, Jack, he's like, you know, trapped in there. He's getting chased by monsters. We got to go get him. But also, we got to go after him and get Tokime. So, <laughs> but she appears to be Everyone jump in. Woof. We get the. The two Kamen uh, Rider as well. One of them faints before he gets in because he's already turned into the half of the mm-hmm. brain of the other Kamen Rider. And the motorbike guy is also there, so we're good. Everyone who needs to be there is there. I think that yeah. was it. Well, it, it felt like a very sprightly episode, but I was also cleaning the bathroom at the same time as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it, yeah, it, it moved pretty along much in a feral clip. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, there's lots of little moments like of him being worried that she's missing and. Because initially she disappears while he's investigating a different thing. And he's like, oh, she's just gone off in a wander. But then he's really worried. And it's everyone commenting on how he's worried and misses her. And he's like, shut up. I don't. So there's a lot of like little character beats and stuff um, in between. But yeah, it is a fairly simple plot as a, it, as a setup. It feels like it's from, like it's closing in on some kind of climax of sorts. Um, I thought mm-hmm. this was one, one for 12 or 13. But I guess the comic is long enough and they can have doing on more later if, mm-hmm. if it, I just kind of like know what to do with the kind of shadow of town it's like uh, we might just kind of like uh, saw like you no know, they all kind of met everywhere behind that in the previous episode so it seems like you know you, 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 you yeah. kind of spit out for a little while to kind of have a few more like schemes on the go and said no we're straight in we're going after them mm-hmm. I don't know maybe just kind of one that's going to rocket straight through it and just uh, come to a finish of it I'm not sure yeah, apparently they skipped over an arc uh, to get to this. Oh, um, all right. Uh, yeah, 
But uh, yeah, that was uh, that was uh, Futa PI for this week. Then we've got Golden Kamui season four, episode one. Rush it out of Russia. Will Koito get his uh-huh. flashback? No, he will not. And so therefore his behavior is different than it is in the comic because he hasn't had his flashback yet. Um, which is the one thing driving me a little nuts. The other bit is uh, we didn't get the... Uh, we skipped over some other stuff, but I was fine with... I'm sure they'll get to that. Well, I'm always <laughs> worried now whether they will get to this other stuff. Um Mm. But that, there's no way they can't give Koito's flashback at some point because it's so fucking important. <laughs> no, there. it is because it is about the fucking the the the, the distrust sort of one seeding in of one. I'm not sure this Tsurumi like uh, do to be all worth it. Guys, all together, you know. I think he might have a screw or two loose. Might have something to do with having 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 his brain blown off. I don't know, but. Let's wait and see so what happens. That's odd. Right, okay. Yeah, so you're you, 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 close to the chest. Your main difference between this and the comic is we get a scene where uh, Koito's looking at the picture he's got. He's made of Tsurumi uh, <laughs> and simping out over him. Where that is, whereas the equivalent in the comic is he's mulling over a line that the, uh, Ogata said to him and what that meant in relation to his flashback. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's big getting uh, very suspicious of his colleagues and uh, his motivations, um, which he does not have here. Uh, but everything else, pretty much the same, which is we're heading out of Russia, back to Japan. Oh, my goodness, stop off for some food. We're getting shot at. Uh, Shiro actually gets shot. Sniper. And it's like, and it's got to be sniper, Ogata. It's that, it's that fucking Ogata, I'll fucking bet. But they, they shoot uh, Shiraishi through the leg, and it's kind of like, that's a classic sniper thing. So when you go out to try and save him, they get you. And they're after, yeah. he's after do, you, as purpose. So do not a trick. You put, your, you put your hand up on a stick, and he shoots it off. It's like, okay, he's still there. I did Jurashi. like that. Give me your hand mirror. I'm like, what? And it's like, oh, my God, no wonder your face is so fucking <laughs> dirty. Give me, give me my hand mirror out of the bag. Yep, <laughs> everything Check seems in order like, here. Yeah. Ah, no! Shiraishi <laughs> trying to get the dogs to sacrifice themselves. Um, the the Ainu just not fucking having it. Him trying to go like I'll put up a, a wave of crumbs because I can't attract them with my donut. I'll, I'll, and the crows will distract them and just like ah oh, a bunch of cute sparrows. Damn it! Um, <laughs> and there are people just driving by and carts in the town. I think, what are they doing? Everybody get down! The sniper out there. Why is he saying? I don't know. Some kind of fucking Japanese shit. Of <laughs> course, uh, they're all waiting for the guy who went off to get some more of that delicious poop for his favorite girl. <laughs> Uh, it's uh, Sugimoto is running around in the background, so we just got to hang down until Sugimoto murders his way out of our yes. problem. He's got to cut Agata's head off and stick it in this bucket of miso. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but it's not Agata, it is uh, Vasily. And then they, they manage to come to an agreement that they both hate Agata. <laughs> they st- I, I had to These two, it. okay. I this to- one. No. <laughs> when they walk in, when the rest of the party realizing, wait, what the fuck is going on? No one's getting sniped anymore. Um, they walk in on Sugimoto and himself, like drawing like teenagers in their diary. And I just had to pause. Oh, they're more like fucking like fucking kids in fucking in, in, in yeah. play school, just like pointing. I'm gonna draw a, like a, a guy. Hey, <laughs> like <laughs> smush him up. All, bam, bam, bam. All their drawing leading up to that like made me laugh so fucking hard. I was like, I have to fucking pause it. I can't fucking read this right now. That was brilliant. Just, yes. just really fact, funny stuff. The, Vasily is incredibly good at drawing and Sugimoto is not. So Sugimoto <laughs> draws a picture of himself being shot in the head by Ogata and Vasily thinks he's drawn a spider. Um, 
uh, Sugimoto draws Ogata getting away with one eye on a horse, and it seems to be some kind of centaur exploding. I'm not sure what's happening here. <laughs> yeah. He lets it out though, as, as, as well, you know, not knowing that a surfer is right there at the door frame saying, this my fucking, just like, fun, keep her away from all this, I'll take it on to myself, and I'll fucking kill that Ogata so she doesn't have to. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, but I like, I like the blossoming friendship between uh, Vasily and Sugimoto, and they tell him to get the lost. Same guy. Uh, but he he's following. He's stolen a horse, and he's following them. Um, <laughs> but so Ogata's just... hunting them. So I, if I chase after them, I can hunt Ogata. Yeah, it's perfect. I'm trying to my feet. He's Tsukushima is like well, I'm speaking Russian to him, and I get anything back in the just It is see like an open back, and it's just like oh, okay, that's why you can't talk. <laughs> he did get shot through the face, so that'll do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like, oh, he's still sort of following us. <sighs> Probably let him off easy, but he's he still wants to come. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we check so, in on our ex head jailer and Hijikata's group. He's now a detective. He's going to solve the crime. I liked all the clues lining up, and then him going like, "This case has gone cold." It's just like, "No, you, you fucking idiot!" It was, it was very funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this fish that dude gave me, you know, this notorious poisoner we're trying to corner. <laughs> These fucking trips and falls ups, and let's go into individual little holes. <laughs> like a like a trick shot in snooker or something like that. Like all of them just going into the various little holes in the ice. But like, um, also we do get Japan's first uh, figure skater um, appearing yes. out of the woodwork. <laughs> yes, yeah, that so, amazing yeah. child. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, the problem is Hijikata and Ishiyama went in search of this infamous poisoner and they haven't come back. Uh, so they send um, Katakura and Kiruwas to go and find them. And yeah, they follow all these clues they get to a frozen lake. They discuss mm. uh, what this guy's deal is. He is obsessed with testing people's luck by randomly poisoning uh things and then seeing whether you die or not this many of those are filled with deadly poison and the other are perfectly safe i want you to try them and see what way your luck is and most of the time people end up horribly poisoned yeah the the, the doritos challenge you know was you know, it's, it's, it's a gateway to this kind of behavior you know <laughs> russian roulette rebels they want to get the copy uh, one our ex-prison guard now detective i guess um recognizes his asshole better than his face um, so that's going to really hamper his investigation. Yes, because yeah. he he's apparently smuggled in some wolfsbane into the prison. No, he assumed it's like I always searched his asshole for yes. drugs because well, that, uh, it was after he tried poison. He got it's after he got the wolfsbane because we see the wolfsbane scene. Yeah, and that it was like after that that we had to search him every time he went out of the prison to do. And the guy's uh, like, if he stubbed poison up his ass, he'd die. You idiot! Yes. You didn't have to search it. And he's like, all those years. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's very fucking funny. Yeah. It seems like Yushiyama has already been poisoned because we see like a little flashback of Hijikata confronting the poisoner, and then by the end, it's like Hijikata's been poisoned and buried alive. Because he's, like... he's buried alive, the other guy, and he's like, I already have a copy of his tattoos. It's like, cool, I've already poisoned him. He's buried alive, so you're gonna have to take one of those silkworm um, yeah. cocoons that I've. Well, some are poisoned, some are not. I want to see if you're lucky. And since he's face down in the snow and then in a coffin by the end of the episode, I assume he is not lucky. Uh, so he's yeah. Dead. yeah. And then it. and then he disguises himself and tries to poison Katakura and Kira by getting a load of uh, 
sprats because you can't catch yes. salmon at this time of year. He's poisoned one of them in the mouth. It's a poison which, which will stay active in the mouth of the fish. And it's like, and then it goes it's like Howard Lucky Katakura is, and then he promptly <laughs> slips up, drops, <laughs> drops the fish. They all slip. Uh, series of bad luck. Yes, and he's like, oh, I'm so unlucky. And then of course, fucking lucky Abrams over here, where it's yeah. such bad luck that it pulls all the way over back around to being good luck. So yeah, like I guess if he had like regular luck, he would have eaten the poison and died. But he has such bad luck that he can't eat the poison. Like yeah, it's it it reverses yes. around. Yeah, <laughs> he would be he would be dead by now. But at the head of the multiple vicious killers he's come into the orbit of, but he's come out with fairly, fairly alright, still here. It's not his lot to die. It's his lot to suffer. So that's yes. why how his luck works. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like the, because the other guys try to manipulate the luck. It's ca- mm. it's superseded by the guy's natural bad luck, where he could naturally <laughs> slip up on the ice. Listen, I'm his bad luck, and I'll tell you how he's going to fucking die. <laughs> that kind yeah. of way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yes, the pair of them are still alive at the end of the episode, and uh, presumably they'll continue to search for their boss next week. Mm. Um, yeah. Ch- change the studio, but I don't really see what of a discernible difference as of yet. It seems nope. fairly consistent. Mm. Uh, the opening is kind of showcasing all the hunks you've seen before, and then here's the three new hunks you're going to meet this series. Uh, um, oh, and uh, the, the as well, like the the ending animation as well. It's like, oh, so I, I the wanted posters and newspaper clippings, and you can kind of allude to ah, here's all the freaks you're going to uh, see in the rest of the series as well. Mm-hmm. Really well done, Jack yeah. Zaldupa. Who could that be? Yeah, I still need to go back and watch the OVAs though. To, uh, or I guess I could just read the bits of the comic that fill in those gaps. Uh, yeah, that too. Because uh, yeah, there was another volume up on uh, Viz's Shonen Jump site this week. Um, close to that yeah. end. Mm-hmm. Rocketing towards it, it's just fucking yeah. <laughs> slaying out a load of cards. Yeah, I suspect there's probably only one more season of this after this one. But uh, okay, this would at least go to um, to the end of Sapporo anyway, and then yeah, yeah. It's it's has it finished or is it just just about to finish? It's finished. Yeah, it's finished. Yeah, because okay, yeah, yeah. it was. I think it's the fan book people discussing this week, or is no, it was an interview. Oh yes, and it was an interview which wasn't in the fan book about how big everybody's dicks are. Um, <laughs> has to lay it out. I got so much pressure about it. Fun. So everyone's where, asking. So oh. whoever you think you know is, is is a manly man who shamatana can do above average. That's all I'll say. No, hmm. most everybody else is in the mid range, and Sarishi is below that. <laughs> of course yeah. that, that's what I would have figured yeah um, I know I'm not caught up on it and I wasn't as obviously frustrated with uh, the the changing of the order of storytelling but this was a really nice kind of return to form it's like much like Spy Family it's like oh yeah that's why I fucking love this show yeah 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 um, it's uh, yeah it's, it's comfortable viewing um, mm-hmm. then we've got Mob Psycho 103 episode 1 future career paths in which we uh our hero, he's got a he's ending middle school, he's gotta fill in this what you're planning to do next, Mob. Are you gonna find a job? Are you gonna to go to high school? Um and everyone's telling him I don't him, know. You don't have to think about it this hard, mate. You're in middle school. You put whatever you like in. Yeah, but, I, I just put an office worker. I didn't even have to specifically specify what kind of industry. It doesn't fucking matter. They don't care. 
know, I know, but like, you know, I, I, I don't, but, you know, I, I know I can do it later, but I don't want to ruin my life, you know, because you should start as soon as possible, right? I don't know. It's, it's Mob being a very good boy. He can't tell a lie. It's like, no, I have to figure out what I need to do and write it in truthfully. Otherwise, uh, it doesn't work. And then in what I assume will be a mistake, he asks Dimple what he's planning to do in his future. <laughs> oh, right! I'm still going to take over the world. Yeah, fuck. I forgot. Shit. I've been uh, so distracted with all this fucking last two seasons. Yeah, because this cult, you know, that sprung up around it. It was this kind of, you know, this, like, laying on, laying low online in, like, internet chat rooms. Uh, mm. Where's a fucking, a world tree, uh, or a giant, like, stock of broccoli uh, sprouted in the middle of the city, and they've come to see it as, as a sign from above of our, of our savior's power on this earth they've kind of been flocking to. They've built a little kind of little fucking fail around it. I, like I should get I should get back in on that shit, yeah. People like staring up and they're going like, what does this mean? And also like the stalls and shit that have set up around it because everyone's just like, oh, do you want to hang out at the broccoli? Yeah, let's go. Um, <laughs> get your glow sticks. <laughs> Nobody gets their junior van out all glow stick. <laughs> uh, uh, and also a lot of this is establishing uh, Serizawa as like, this is one of our main characters now because he works at the office and <laughs> you see mob this is gonna happen this is, this, is what, this is what you're looking at if you don't figure out what to do you're like this is gonna happen to you 30 plus years old never left the house keeps calling a guy younger than him like his boss like that kind of thing. you're working yeah. here no hmm. so yeah the first case is a haunted statue uh, that a guy bought for is eighty thousand yen, and and has a three hundred yen sticker underneath. It costs a fiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Regan thinks, oh, this is just a fake, and then the other two lads are like, no, that's a terribly cursed item. It's like, <laughs> well, I think it's always it's this you. dude. <laughs> yeah, it's this dude who's just like, no, but oh, man, I got fucking shit hand in life my fucking girlfriend left me I lost my job my parents my phone family doesn't speak to me I live in this fucking shitty apartment all because of this fucking idol as it's more so because yeah he fucking is, is wallowing in how shit his life is he's just infused it with negative energy and then it just yeah. like spreads out just corrupting the entire entire neighborhood so it's just like I'll give it my best tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Oh yeah, I'll just I'll try my best next time, next time, next time. <laughs> and it's the real demon all along was procrastination. Ooh, with sweet nothings in your ear and tells you fun saying, "Go ahead, have a nap. You know, just sleep in today. You've got nothing better to do. Mm. You're right. I should." Yes, they deal with the hoarder in the second half of the episode. And we also like checking on various other characters where we learn what they're planning on doing and also where they stand in uh, the rankings in the school of... Yeah, the uh, test scores. They... Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, it's, it's good to just check in on them and also see how they're doing at school by the use of fucking uh, ranking numbers, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Most of them not club. very good. Um well, body improvement club, improvement club is like most body improvement, school. except for the shortest dude who's actually like in the top 100. He's <laughs> doing all right. He's that higher than that. Do I well think. for himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, they're the, all going to do well for himself. They're all fine young men. Yeah, yeah. The one with the shaven head is like rank number two. He's going to be a vet, and the, the one who wants to be a manga artist. But don't talk about wanting to be a manga artist. I think he's like 34. But yeah, the rest of them are not doing great. Uh, mm. That's okay. They've got plenty of physical jobs they mind. 
Like, the guy who's like, yeah, the leader is like, he's like, well, my family run a farm, so I'm probably just going to run the farm. And I was like, yeah, with that body, he'll do grand on the farm. It's no problem there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you see them to figure out like content and, you know, and what, what they're doing. But it's okay to not know yet, you know, even yeah, their plans as stated by change, so. you know, mm-hmm. they go, because again, they're all fucking fucking teenagers it's grand uh, <laughs> like even when eventually mob sitting in front of his um his homeschool teacher he's the teacher's like dude it's not a it's not a big deal like you're in middle yes. school don't worry about it, uh, I, it I, 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 this is again where reagan is he's kind of good but wait he's, he's gonna be the fucking this the the fun shithead uh exploiter of people and saying i mean you're not, you're not gonna work here shit i gotta, gotta think of another plan berlin and sarah zara a lot more uh, <laughs> But as well, I know after all the fun saying, so you just wrote an office for on your on your form, right? Like upon saying, yeah, sensei, like I think, like you know, I don't see myself staying here, but you no, know, I'll, I'll do this for the time being. Upon saying, it's grand, and I might have you around, man. You're you're, you're 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 a good lad, and you'll you'll do all right. Or I always start this business because not for some, for some grand purpose. This was, I don't know, I just I fucking wanted to do something different, and then you know. Then you turned up, and then, well, you know, the rest is history, you know? So, you know, it's funny how things can turn out if you just fucking just go for it, no brain it, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but yes, the, the cult has formed, and then Dimple is uh, pondering at mm-hmm. the end. Um, <laughs> so, once again, like, you know, this, this young lad who has this burden of power upon him, you know, and just like, you know, just wants to, like, you know, live a fairly content peaceful existence you know once again you know he's got so much he's got so little kind of life experience that he's often only only got a voice of reason and rationality as the adults get up and into their fervor and saying that's stupid why would you do something like that 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 seems like a very mean thing to do why would you do something like that he's like he's not wrong he's not wrong (laughs) sometimes adults need fun talking down to like that I, I loved it when um, they were dealing with the, the guy whose um, whose internal shittiness had manifested itself as an evil spirit infecting the town had not infected uh, Mob and our new our new guy in the office um, uh, with with the spirit, but with his negativity, he's just like, man, I fucking, I'm 50 years old. I ain't fucking done shit. And Mob's like, oh my God, I need to fucking figure this out now. And the other guy's like, oh my God, I'm 30. I need to fucking figure this shit out years ago. It's too late for me. And Mob going like, well, it's too late for me. I'm in middle school and I still don't know what I want to do. I'm over the, the hill. Ah, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If they're both gonna be exactly a fucking the same position. Broken down old man of 25. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the problem is, is that he's a hoarder. It's not not that at all because we they think they've cured him at the end, and he immediately he thinks he's cured, and then immediately falls into a bad habit as soon as yeah, they're back. Picking up someone's to... dumped uh, shonen yes. jumps or something like that. Um, and the 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 thing of it as well is like, man, I'm losing all my hair and shit like that. And they see a picture of him as a young man. It's just like. That's that's how you've always looked, and you see a picture of the parents, and the mother has a receding hairline. The dad's bald as fuck, and it's just like that's just genetic. It's just like this is nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. That's uh I was like, oh, that's just one chapter of the comic. Um It was good though. It, it wasn't gonna be like the biggest like spectacular one. You get, you get, you get enough of it, you're showing off the psychic abilities so you know, oh, yeah, yes, it's those classes great. But it's just like let's get everybody back in again. You you remember Service Hour, you remember Mob, you remember the fucking the Paranormal Investigation Club, you remember all these weirdos. Yeah. We get a bunch of uh, Reagan special moves that we haven't seen before. Um using yes. cleaning products and They're going rice <laughs> the many uses of rice. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. 
Um, yeah, next week, Yokai Hunter Amakusa Haruaki's debut. Hmm. Uh, another weirdo will show up. Excellent. So that, that was all we were planning on watching. But then some of us watched other stuff as well. Uh, Niall, did, uh, did, any, did you watch the Gundam, Dwayne, or was it just Niall? Oh. I, I only managed to watch one of the extra three things that were added to the docket because I was like, oh shit, I didn't fucking watch those. And then I realized <laughs> there was an episode zero of Gundam as well as the episode one. I was like, oh fuck, I should probably watch zero first then. Uh, it, 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 it wouldn't be, it's, it's, it wouldn't be like an awful, oh you guys, you just, you, you, if I have, would hop on and uh, be completely on board with the premise of this Gundam just from mm-hmm. uh, getting on with it. Um, so it's it's a it's a Gundam series. It's it's the first like new one in in whatever way, first new one in however TV one even however many much long. So it's been in you know, a lot of fervor surrounding it. And it's also like you know the the first series where the main character is a g- 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 girl Gundam pilot. Ah uh, dear. Um. Yeah. So to taken it more right like, now, it is um. This girl Suleta, who we've seen, if you've seen the episode zero from the prologue, no, actually has no um, some connections to some, I think, uh, just hidden factions and groups who are like, no, making robots in secret and may have something to say about the current status quo of the sources from government or whatever like that. Mm. But anyways, it was her first day at uh, a mobile suit pilot in school, uh, for Academy for Good Girls and Boys. And she's like the new girl in school and uh, is completely out of her depth because she's never actually been to any kind of school at all in her life, um, robot piloting or otherwise. Hmm. And just runs afoul of like the kind of the hierarchy picking order here because these are all the kids from like prestigious families of industrialists and politicians and so forth. And uh, they settle all the disputes of any kind of decisions we made via dueling officially in big robot suits uh, which often just kind of can just kind of spin out of control and just like barrel straight through into like you know some of the training exercises in there uh, while Celeste was coming coming in as well uh, she was uh, <laughs> she saw like oh my god it was like a person in a, in a space like a drift out there I better go rescue them and this is Mirin who was you no know, what in a drift she was well a drift but she was trying to escape and from this fucking like uh, school to go she hates being here uh, she's mm. just been kind of put here against her will and when you dumb idiot you fucking for trying to get out of here and then you know they're completely at odds uh, to begin with but they come into, into like you know uh, each other's like bounds again because uh there is a student council at this at this like, school, I believe, and they're the ones who kind of administer and kind of organize all these duels. And Mirin is, I guess, the idol or whatever of the school or, or thing, but she's like, you know, anybody, like, whoever like, is like the current like top duelist, they get to have her as, as, her, as their girlfriend or their trophy or their bride, if you will. Uh, and then Saleta, I know, in her kind of ways, you know, fun thing, I'll step in to defend your honor. I'll do it. And <laughs> uh, basically, the fucking thing of this is, is uh, they've taken the premise of Revolutionary Guru Utena and they've applied it to a Gundam show. Because uh, mm-hmm. Saleta, I kind of steps in after Mirin, steals a robot, finds in to fight to do it herself, but she is, can't pilot a Gundam, is too far advanced too weird. Saleta steps in, I'll defend your honor. Beats up the cocky dude's ass and uh, well, said, well, you know what you've just done, right? Well, well, I don't get it. Well, you fucking beat him in a duel, you know, and you know, in, in terms of the duel, you know, I am like the bride of the, of the top duelist, so now I'm your girlfriend. What? What? Who? <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, it's so it's taken us the idea of like an anime series I really like, like very much enjoyed and just applied it to like just basically we've got put big big robots in it. It's almost the exact same thing. Uh, maybe like uh, our our new like, school student is a bit more scary, a bit more naive than Newton was in that series. Uh, but it pretty much is, is all the way kind of down to it. Like, mysterious student council you know we were overseeing things uh isn't this like a matter of when you, you fire into the blow up it's just kind of knocking off a little kind of the crest at the top of the robot's head you don't need, you don't need, to, you don't need to go for a kill shot it's just like you know this the first mm. first mark off it is and then you know we have you know, the bridal thing passing around okay. uh so it, it's quite fun it looks very well and the other thing i've been told to watch out for is that Episode two, at least from the start, should be dropping is, is this is also going to bring elements of Shakespeare's play, The Tempest. Which, I do like The Tempest. Okay. Which makes for an interesting like, combining of things. Because Utena was about interrogating like the typical fairy tale storyline. Different of one, you're the princess in the castle, and one time a dashing prince is going to come and rescue you from this thing. Except, what if you know the prince decided, fuck that, I'm going to be the prince and save myself. And the Tempest mm. then was all about drawing attention to the fact that Arpus is, but this is actually a play that's, that, that's going on right here because yeah. the but Prospero, the magician main character, his magic is actually like, you know, the magic of stagecraft. Yeah, and yeah, illusions and stuff, yeah. So, um, it can be for interesting kind of thematic things going on. I'm kind of wondering then, like, you know, how, how will it marry well with, um, because it's, it's it's going to be fun in it. Uh, the, from the prologue, it'll be like you know, a lot of in there as well. They have the typical Gundam like political machinations and uh, you know intrigue and fucking solar system civil war. It might break out. Will there be kind of room for it to kind of encompass all of that as well? Because <laughs> <laughs> I think as a, as, a, as an episode two, that Slater has been in prison for war crimes, so she's off to a great start. First day at school, you no, know, all this happens to her, and then episode two is like, oh, <laughs> you're in front of the fucking Hague. That, that's the equivalent in this show, I guess, of being in detention. Yeah, a um, bit extreme, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Sweet Robots too. They, you know, maybe maybe distant ones. There was like a big fleet thing or a large kind of space station, and there's like, oh, pies, like, you know, is it more kind of CG things? But the actual robots when they're battling, they're full on, like, fully powerful, hand animated. Um, Got them okay. fighting the robots there, and getting chopped up and blown up and things. Uh, mm-hmm. The aerial gun has got a cool gimmick where you've seen maybe like in other mobile suits and other series now, where it's like, you no, know, if it's like a really kind of a cool advanced one that has like the kind of little orbiting little option um, things like that, that that shoot lasers of us. No, you gotta be having yeah. no, a lot of coordination to be able to control all of those, but. Those bits to kind of to fly around and to kind of combine together and make a weapon. So to combine together and make a shield, or to kind of flip around together and make the gun. Uh, okay, it's, okay. It's cool a bit like that. The model kit is sold out naturally because it has this little feature accounted for. You just kind of start uh, to get all the bits and make your your like uh, adamants for it. Uh, you've got quite yeah, is, again, Dwayne. Have I? You oh. have. No, oh, I don't know what to tell you. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's after a very good start. Uh, it's <laughs> it's got apparently Gundam fans watching Utena. It's got Utena fans watching Gundam. Cats and dogs living together, total anarchy. Uh, <laughs> but will it get will it get Gundam fans and Utena fans to watch Star Driver? Um, <laughs> the previous uh, attempt to uh, do Utena with giant robots. Mm. Yeah, or would it get people to watch Captain Earth, which was the last attempt to do Shakespeare for China? <laughs> yes, uh, from the same uh, screenwriter. Uh, of course, that they actually share screenwriters with Utena, um, unlike uh, 
uh, Gundam. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure you're ever going to match Captain Earth, but uh, I suspect people like the Gundam, which are Mercury more than they like Captain Earth, because more action uh, figures you can buy. Um, no, Captain, Captain Earth. And stuff. Captain Earth takes seven episodes to get to its premise. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. hmm, it's okay. like in the in the marketing, it was like here's the premise, and then you have to wait seven episodes before you get to uh, what they marketed mm. to you. Uh, and also, and then they don't have enough episodes to actually get through characterizing all the villains mm. as well. But still, highly recommend Captain Earth because it's great. Do which Gwitch gets gets the the vote from me? I'll, I'll try and squeeze it in. It is the the hot ticket right now, so okay. I can see uh, why. Uh, I don't know if anybody else watched it, but I watched episode one of Human Crazy University. Uh, Death Row Inmate Satake Hirofumi. I this did I, watch it. So this this I could the, not get around to. This is the extra one I did watch. Because um, I figured, oh, if it's barely animated, that'll be quicker to watch, said my dumbass fucking brain. No, it's as long as a regular episode. <laughs> it is. The first half, it tells you everything you ever wanted to know about how the Japanese capital punishment system works. Um, With the help of cardboard cutouts of people explaining it to you. <laughs> yes, who don't make eye contact. Um, mm. And in the second half, after our main character, Satake Hirofumi, has indeed been hung until he is dead. Uh, mm. But he has come back to life. Uh, and then we get an explanation of various cases where people have come back to life after being killed by the Japanese capital punishment system because yeah, as they explained in the first one you don't have to do prison labor when you're on death row because your punishment is execution so if they did the execution on you crime solved you're free to go because <laughs> if you survive the execution it's just like well we did punish you for the crime so legally there's nothing else we can do to you it yeah. seemingly seems to be the problem yeah yeah uh, we also the second half. We also this is all explained by I can't remember the mad scientist's name. He's voiced by the uh, guy who plays the professor. He plays Majima in the Accuser games, um, mm. and Satake can't remember who he is, and mm. the fact that we know he's murdered his fiance, um, and then we learn we learn that a he can't remember who he is after he's died, and then we also mm. learn in the second half that he has died multiple times before being sentenced to death row so yeah the scientist points out that you have a particularly strong neck as was that prior time where a guy strung a wire across the yes. road and you tried to decapitate you on your motorbike but you just ended up getting yourself <laughs> injured so your neck is very strong but you getting strangled wasn't what killed you you with your neck snapping on the on the gallows isn't what killed you no 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 it's from that fish the sea bream that you ate because you're allergic to the parasite that is common in fish and that caused anaphylactic shock, so the coroner identified death in you incorrectly, but because it was anaphylactic shock rather than getting your neck snapped. Uh, so, yeah. Also, you've had, and he goes through a list of all the things that would murder any normal fucking person, including um, anthrax. He's had anthrax, but he got better, apparently. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, this guy is a human bug, which is the hmm. Japanese title for this show. And human bug appears, and it would make sense. You could just call it human bug. Why it's called Human Crazy University is a crazy bit of translation, presumably done from the Japanese end. Um, like I think it, the Japanese translation, if I'm if I'm hearing what they're saying right, and also hearing the theme tune at the end right, it's like bug-eyed, 
and th- that's getting translated into crazy or something like that. But it just says human bug. It's just in English. No, but like in the theme, the I think it was like human bug eye, human bug eye, or something like that. There were. Uh, it, it's, ah, I, I, like I'm, I, I don't it, know what. Yeah, I, I think it's. I think it's supposed to be human bug. He's a bug in the system. Yeah, he's a. That, that's the like, system of Earth. Said, yeah, yeah. If you want to translate it so people don't think it's human centipede related, call it human glitch university. Um, mm. Uh, it's a very strange show because it's not. You think it's a comedy from looking at it. It's not really a comedy. It's an educational nope. show with a very mm-hmm. weird premise, uh, which is why everyone's drawn like their textbook illustrations. The other thing that made me kind of want to watch it was that opening where there's multiple ways of that guy dying and reminded me of the end credits of Captain Scarlet, and I was like, "Ooh, this does look like my jam." <laughs> um. <laughs> nice. Uh, and also the suggestion that there might be other human bugs at this institute yes. that they've moved him to mm-hmm. while they while the government try to figure out what they do with the guy. Uh, it's statistically very unlikely, but this has happened before yes. several times. Yeah. It's like techni- yes, technically you uh, technically they should let you go free, but uh, that's probably not what's going to happen to you. Um, mm-hmm. But in the meantime, we can conduct experiments on you. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then but they also do point out like all these events happened in the past, so the accounts of them may not be entirely accurate. Uh, mm, mm. But these are the accounts of people who have survived uh, capital punishment. But who knows if they, that was really the case? Mm. Um, yes, yeah, so I was at the university, and the other thing I managed to watch, and I think Nar did as well, based oh, yeah. on his background. Akaba Maid War, episode one. Oink it up, starting today. You're an Akaba Maid. That episode title made me want to watch it, but I did not have the time. <laughs> uh, I I believe the title is a pun in Japanese in that the word maid is spelt using the characters for underworld. Um, mm. It just sounds like Maido, I think, or something like that. Uh, yeah, because Maido. this is a show that does not hide its premise right from the start. It opens up with a flashback 15 years ago, or 15 years before the story takes place, which is 1999 Mm. is when the story takes place, where Mm. we see a senior maid uh, arriving in a car. The junior maid opens the door for her, and then another maid runs down this alleyway with a gun and shoots the senior maid, and the younger maid... See, does she declare vengeance or just has vengeance on her face? Uh, uh, just has it on her face before and said, No, boss! Ah! Just fucking gunned down by some stoolie here in an alleyway like a dog. This isn't the way you're meant to go out. We were supposed to go to the tap. And just, uh, like, you know, her, her path is set then and then cut dent and like, we're in Akihabara in 1999 at the height of the Maid Cafe boom. Uh, before we get there, we get the opening credits, which are also full of violence. And But then it starts off like very dark and then it becomes very cheery at the mm-hmm. end. Uh, the, I think the other important thing is which I'd, I looked up on Wikipedia. So during the opening credits, we see like this very see, uh, stern-looking maid in a corporate office with like a lion symbol behind it. That's because the very uh, the very first maid cafe in Japan was in the Meiji era called Cafe Lion, which was based uh, on... Oh. They'd been to London and seen the... Is it JJ Lyons Cafe? Or Jane? Yeah. So it's oh, Lyons, yeah. L-Y-O-A-N. L Y O N S in London, but then they turned that into Cafe Lion, mm-hmm. the big cat in Japan. Uh, so, yeah, Maid Cafes date back to the Meiji era. Um, 
as like it's a traditional. Gimmick. There's nothing weird a about it. Gimmicks cafe, yes. Um, mm. So that's why the line symbols behind that character in the opening credits. So this may go all like, the way what? back. There's also a character who, as, as of yet, though, their face is completely centered <laughs> yes. out. Hmm. Um, yeah, that was also fascinating as well. Uh, and there, so hideous, the, you had to cover it up. What's our point of view character? The character, oh, Nagomi. She's 17 years old. She's arrived in Akihabara. She's going to get a job, a pig-themed maid, maid cafe. And there's another new recruit there as well. 35-year-old Ranko Manon, who seems to behave like she's just come out of the military. Um, <laughs> she's very dedicated. Um, yeah. uh, there's like, you know, two of the girls are not like, no, the kind of fun, the pigtail girl and, 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 and the gal, and they're very like, you know, oh, very cheerful to the customers, but they pick them up and say, the fuck out my way, newbie. Don't fuck up my tips, all right? Says, okay, Jesus. And... But that's, that's the way it's that's the way it is in the business. You gotta be able to put on this loose much of, of your marriage. You can put on that, that fake smile, the drop of a hat, and just get the punters in. Mm. That's the kind of business you're in now, girl. I don't know what kind of stereotype dreams you had coming into this place. Yeah, so Ranko is like very uh, intense, is probably the best way to put her. And the Gobi is like uh, too into the pig theme. Um, she starts acting too much like a pig rather than uh, a cute pig themed maid uh, when she's uh, she's told by the cafe manager to go back and read the instructions again um, but as they're closing down an otaku walks in who seems to be a messenger for whatever organisation runs a group of these maid cafes and they haven't been paying their sweets money in time and so to, <laughs> so to make up for this they've got to deliver this letter to a rival maid cafe which they go and make the new girl take. Um, and Ranko volunteers to go along, and they're like, and the other two girls are like, Do you think we'll ever see them again? And the cafe manager says, I'm 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 feeling I'm feeling optimistic. I think they might they might make it back. Um, <laughs> Already posting up the advertisement. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh... So they, they go to the rival cafe, which is buddy themed. They give the letter, and the letter is just a lineage of insults to uh, the Buddy Girl Cafe, um, mm. uh, at which the uh, the head bunny maid is like ranting and like, "What are you going to do about this?" And then, right, oh, they've been to they've been to the uh, the ramen shop below on the ground floor of the building that the maid ca- their pig maid cafe is in, mm. and Ranko yeah. has a take. They have a meal there, but then Ranko has a takeaway bag from the cafe owner which is like apparently the usual or something so oh yeah like, <laughs> you know precisely what that is <laughs> yes um yeah and so as the uh the buddy maid is ranting uh, she gets shot in the head by ranko uh because she's got a pistol in that <laughs> that ramen takeaway bag um and then it's just carnage they get chased after they get chased out the uh cafe by the buddy maids who have pulled their own pistols and knives yep Okay, and... everybody, it's time for my time for the song before we close out. Who's a good piggy? And, and, and then that song plays out as the choreographed violence of their escape then unfolds. Yeah. And you have fucking Ranko doing uh, fucking gun kata, which is in the style of like, you know, the idle fucking um, kind of dance music going like, yes. right, right. <laughs> It's a glow stick dance, but 
instead of glow sticks, she's got pistols. Or the bunnies have got uh, just like knives in the school. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, it's death, death, death. All those uh, dances were killing arts, and we just never knew. Mm. Uh, oh, there was a funny bit earlier on when the yeah, the woman gets shot in the head and just that fountain of blood pouring out of her head onto the Gomi's um, <laughs> outfit. Luckily, she she was still wearing the paper bib from the uh, ramen cafe, so she hasn't made too much of a mess of her uniform. Um, <laughs> uh, just how well this, like all the hits scroll onto that beat. It's, it's just yes. like one going dun, 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 unloading the clip from the people. <laughs> I think if you wanted a definition of Grand Guignol, uh, Guignol in uh, animation. This first episode is pretty much that. It's just an a- excess of gore, but to the level where it's comedic. Um, it's it's a strong opener uh, for sure. <laughs> I am a big fan of these. Um, we're going to take what sounds like a fairly like uh, hackneyed premise. I'm going to scroll directors in an entirely different and. It, what sounds inappropriate, but actually very appropriate manner. Hmm. You have Birdie Wing, we're going to direct that like a robot show. Yeah. You have like uh, that one to come out, but we're not going to have time for a while to see what's interesting now, Blue Lock, which is why we did a sports anime, like a death game anime. Then I got disappointed. Why we had a maid cafe, like uh, a, a fucking period 1999 maid, maid cafe anime, directed like a Yakuza crime drama. Also, write it like a Yakuza crime That's the other thing. It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's a, they go up to the bunny cafe and it's in the middle of like, you know, fucking like, we have one like, girl on, on, the, on the table and say, No, no, I want to. You're going to fucking do it. You fucked up. You're going to. No, not my year, child. And it's just a, just a kind of felt bunny ear. It's like, yeah. you know, never know what a fuck up you are. Because <laughs> Yakuza are breaking people in. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Yes, like, uh, it's it's, it's down so strongly. I want like you know, oh, you got where do you go? I go from there as well. Uh, exactly, yeah, because uh, we like there's like loads of these different makeup animal themed maid cafes in this area, and hmm. yeah, this Ranko you assume is the the maid we saw in the flashback um, when she would have been twenty because they assume she's thirty five here. That's the other thing. They're like a thirty five year old <laughs> maid. Um, the marriage was very interesting. Well, as long as you know, if, if you, if we should realize this, you know, uh, you know, everyone have a second chance in life. I quite like the manager. It's just like it's the shape of her face and also her general attitude. Yes. It's it's a lot like Goto from Fat Labor. So it's like whatever works. I'm fine. I'm fine with it. As long as you get the results. All right. And the Gobe is like, okay, I need to get pack my bags and get the hell out of here. Uh, this is not the world I expected. But she's sharing her door with Ranko. And Ranko's like very polite, so it's like uh, about yeah, very happy to be working with her. But she's locked the door, <laughs> so she can't actually leave the dorm room. Which um, bunk do you want? Yeah, that's... I'll give you first choice. Uh, yeah, so you're like, oh, this is incredibly violent. I don't quite know what's going on. I know the hmm. apparently made cafes are like the yakuza. Also, the otaku that you see in Akibara, like agents for some sort of larger organization. Because um, it's like the very 90s otaku. He's got the backpack with the poster sticking out, the headband, the glasses, the um, uh, plaid shirt. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, I was trying to dig up, uh, well, just like very cursor already. It's probably going to dig a little deeper about the, the writer of this, you know, as this is the only. Like 
anime credit that he has but like no he must have written something he's and, got and another why... one he's got another one it's just not on anime news network um yeah. okay there's a web one uh it's something to do with bloodlines it's cool i can't remember the name of it now yeah because this isn't based off a comic or not, it's an original idea. But I'm saying, okay, why did why did they go to this guy for that idea? For who was what was the kind of the motivation behind it? How did they yeah, do it? I think, kind of, he's, I think he's done something else for side games. It's a it's a YouTube anime, um, and I can't remember okay. what it's called. Um, mm. It's kind of wondering, like, no, just because no, it is just no, it is this period, you know. Uh, <laughs> I suppose that's that's when this is like phenomenon was probably. Pretty big, if not at, at its height. Um, but yeah, this kind of fascinating. It's just so mysterious and kind of unexpected, you know. I just know no fucking like notion of this. Um, I'd heard of it, and it's, it's interesting that it was going to be set in that year. But you know, it could be interesting. You know, it's kind of looking back, you know, one more than two decades later, it could be an interesting thing. And it, it is quite interesting. That's not in the way I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah. But you, you like the directors of things, Shika, Coffin Princess. They oh yes, uh, that's Soji Matsu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's, he's good. You know, I think it's a pretty solid uh, dude. Because that was another thing that that kind of surprised me. Is that one saying light novel? I mean, what the fuck is this all about? But it was just like, oh, this is one of those good like, novels that actually just kind of lets you just kind of sit and kind of pick up the deep of the board by itself and you know let's barrel, barrel on through it um wasn't fucking like so couched in a video game thing it had like a, 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 a magic system with rules but uh it didn't fucking uh it didn't fucking like kind of beat you over the head with it also of a heaven's design team he that was also like a recent or in recent memory favorite of ours mm-hmm. and he's done a bunch of um shin chan stuff as well mm-hmm so, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. YouTube animation mixed blooded boyfriend. I think he's also involved in. My boyfriend is a foreigner. Yeah. Uh, I think he's a vampire. Uh, oh, okay. Oh no, sorry, uh, no, that, alien. Because yeah, there's a there's a um, he did the original. Yes, for, so there's an RPG of that, which is how I, which is the thing his name came up on. Uh, it's turned into a tabletop RPG. Let's create an original character with alien DNA and go play in the world where the three people from the boyfriend shop are. Okay, that's a machine translation. Yes, <laughs> gotta pick up a new boyfriend. This one's gone bad. <laughs> um, yeah, so that runs under the fear system. Um, I'm not familiar. Oh, am I familiar? What's am I familiar? What, what is the elimination? Fear? Aggression. Yeah, the FEA regulator for the stats. I think it is. I've yeah. forgotten how it works though. Um, at some point, Fear basically developed a health system, which they eventually started calling SRS, Standard Role Playing System. Hmm. Um. Okay. Yeah. So this is on YouTube. Uh, it may be as animated as uh, Human Crazy University is. By the looks of things. Um. Yeah, there's one of them seems to be being swallowed by a shark. Um, yeah, so the, he has done other stuff, uh, which I guess might be related to Psy Games or something like that. Uh, I was also like, oh, it's Psy Games. Is there going to be like a gacha game attached to this at some point? But uh, I guess not everything is a gacha game with them, just most mm-hmm. things. Um, uh, we wait and see whether there'll be like collect your favourite uh, anim- animal themed maids with guns mm. 
Also, there's a panda who does not look happy being cooped yep. up inside a tiny cafe. Um, you can be a mean tambourine, though. He can, yes. Uh, this and Gundam, it sounds like I'm going to have to check out both of them, at the very least, the first one. Yeah, I, I, I watched a tiny bit of Do It Yourself, which also looks good, but I didn't have time to finish the episode. Yeah. It looks very... Uh, <laughs> when did... I feel I feel like not watching this is me not watching the thing it reminds me of when that was on, and I can't what it's called now. Uh, God, it's so got windy in the title. Windy anime. Is that going to give windy tales? Windy tales. That's it. The animation style reminded me of windy tales, um, which is a thing I slept on. Yeah, maybe not quite as abstract as windy tales. Uh, character design, but the animation style reminds me a little of that. I suppose they, they had the audacity, and then, then, then the main character of DIY, do it yourself, the main character was you are so through. <laughs> uh, and people saying good things about Bocce the Rock. Being I've funny. seen the gifts, yeah. Okay. Uh, curse you, Caesar, too much good stuff. <laughs> too gotta much get all this shit in the stuff. shops before Christmas, alright? I've it's got, a good problem to have, but yeah, it, it does. I've serve. got Great North and Bob's Burgers to watch as well. Well, at least She-Hulk's finishing, so that frees up an extra half hour a week. Mm. Um, so there we go. Uh, yeah, absolute nightmare to live in such uh, bountiful times where constant content directed directly at me. By the time I'm, mm. give me three or five more years, I'll be complaining again that there's nothing I can watch. Uh, <laughs> and you just need to go back a couple of years and catch up on stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know why my computer is saying oh. that I have no internet access when I'm still talking to you, but it's probably a sign that we should wrap the episode up. Um, and we'll be back next week when me and Niall will have returned from Amicon, where hey. they still refuse What's to release finding? the event schedule uh, to the general public. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what was was at the limit of the question marks from the from the from those blocks yet? Um, yeah. So uh, hopefully we'll be hearty and healthy and back from that. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.